Welcome to the Gymnastics Mindset Academy podcast, where we develop happy, healthy gymnasts who know how to win. Let's get started. Hi, this is Coach Stacy. I'm here with Coach Allie, and this is the final pillar of self-confidence this week. So this week we're talking about how, to, or this month, we're talking about how to compete with confidence. And the secret to competing with confidence is being self-confident, knowing that you can handle anything that happens. And the last pillar of self-confidence is, Allie? Be your own best friend. <laughs> Tell us all about it. Okay. I love this one. And I'm actually going to start by telling you, um, the activity I do with the kids because I like to make them do the activity before I explain it to them. Because if you explain it to them first, then they start kind of um, thinking twice during the activity rather than just letting it happen. Okay. So what I like to do is have them put themselves in a situation where they're working on a skill that they're struggling with. I mean, they could be balking on it. They could just have the split jump that they always have flexed feet and bent knees on. Like it does not have to be anything dramatic, just a skill that they really struggle with that um, creates the feeling sometimes of like frustration or defeat or just like something that they're like, oh, that's something that's hard for me. And uh, everybody has something. I mean, everybody has something. There's always something somebody is working on because if they're not, they're bored on their minds, right? So we pick that one thing and I make them put themselves in that situation of like, okay, you took the turn. Maybe you even thought it was better and your coach was like, no, that's still not it. (laughs) And you're kind of feeling frustrated. What are the things that you say to yourself? And I make them write it all down. Write down all the things that they say to themselves. Stacey, do you have some examples of things you hear from girls when they're kind of beating themselves up? What's wrong with me? Why can't I do it? Um, I should be able to do this by now. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get X, Y, and Z if I don't. I I hear that a lot where they're like putting the pressure of like, everything on this one skill, but yeah, the, I should be able to, I have to, we hear that all the time. Um, I also hear a lot, like you're not good enough or you're never going to be able to, or like some of those things that are like really, really defeating. So they have this list of things that are like not nice things. Yeah. Okay. Then I make them partner up with somebody. I'm like, okay, find a partner. Um, and I want to, you to like, tell each other what skill you're struggling with. And they're like, okay, so they'll do that and they're all fine. And then I'm like, okay, now I want you to read to your partner what you wrote down so that you can encourage them to get their skill. (laughs) They're literally traumatized. (laughs) They are so traumatized. And sometimes they'll have a few things thrown in there because they're trying to think positive. Like, you know, you've got this. You can do it. It's time. And then usually it's filled with a lot of those negative things. And for them to sit there and tell their friend, like, you're not good enough and you're never going to be able to make it and you should be able to do it by now. They like, won't even say it out loud. They just kind of stare. And I'm like, okay, why, why don't you want to say this to your friend or your teammate or this other gymnast? Stacy? why don't they want to say it? Cause they like, they know that it's not actually helpful, that it's really mean. It's really unkind. Mm-hmm. It is not nice. 
And I'm like, is it going to, if you say that to your friend, is it going to motivate them to actually want to do the skill? Or are they going to just want to like not do that event? And they're like, yeah, they probably won't want to do anything. And I'm like, okay, so why in the world do you think this is helpful for you? Like why is saying it to yourself helpful when you know that saying it to someone else is just going to tear them apart and just make them feel really bad. And they're like, I don't know. And it's kind of shocking to them. Like, like they totally think it's okay to beat themselves up and they think that it's going to be helpful. And so that's why I make them do the activity first, because it really does create this experience of like, oh, this is what I saved myself. And then like turning it into this like situation where they're like, wow, that is actually not nice and not helpful for people. And so then we kind of go through all that. And it's, I like to do it this way too, because you can laugh about it a little bit and be like, oh my gosh, I would never say that to my friend. And I'd be like, okay, what if one of you just shared something that like you said to yourself that you were so embarrassed and would never want to say. And like, I make it, I try to make it a little bit more fun too, so that they're like open about it and realize that it's so normal. Like everybody's doing it. Yeah. Every single person in the gym had at least one mean thing that they said about themselves that they wouldn't say to someone else. Okay. So like creating that experience is also helpful. Like, okay, this is normal that I'm saying things that are not nice to myself, but also that that doesn't mean that it's helpful. And there are other things. So then the next thing I have them do is um, pep talk their, their friend. And I'm like, okay, give them a pep talk. What would you actually say to them? Like, right. Um, have, and write down what they say to you. So you're actually like hearing it from somebody else. And then you kind of write down some notes from them. Like they told me to push through my legs and then I've got this and I'm strong and like all these fun things. And so then they get to write that down. They can add to it if they want, if it's positive, and then they can pick some of their favorites. Like, oh, these are, these are things that I actually think are true and are motivating and it's super fun. So now they have a whole new list of um, encouraging things to say. Uh, and then after this activity, it's super fun because people totally call each other out. They're like, mm, like when they finish a skill and they're like, oh, you ever have that one of those girls? Everyone has one of those girls, but they always get down. And they're like, that was horrible. Or I'll be like, oh, that was a better turn. And they're like, no, it wasn't. And I'm like, is that like, why is a coach when I tell you it's better when it's not like that doesn't help either of us. So I'm not really sure. And so that helps. And everybody's like, would you say that to your friend? <laughs> we start calling each other out. It's so funny. And they're like, no, no, yeah. I wouldn't. And so it's a easy way to be like, just talk to yourself and treat yourself like your own best friend. Yeah. Now, Stacey, that's like a fun activity of like yeah. what we do and how we point it out. But Stacey, uh, tell us a little bit more about like, why this is so important. Yeah. So when we talk to adults about this, we use a little bit different terminology. We we t- changed it to that because we're working with the kids. But with adults, we always say you have to have your own back. You have to have your own back. And here's why. We think that what we're, we are afraid of disappointing other people and we're afraid of what other people are going to say. And there's some reasons why that is that we won't talk about today, but really when it comes down to it, the biggest thing that we're afraid of is how we're going to treat ourselves when we're disappointed with ourselves. Because you can get away from your coach's voice. You can get away from your parents' voice, but you cannot get away from the voice in your head. And we're actually the most afraid 
of what we're going to say to ourselves and how we're going to treat ourselves if we mess up. So when we make a commitment, no matter what, I am going to have my own back. It can really change everything. It takes a while for your brain to trust you. But when you play it out, when you practice it, after a while, you're not afraid to mess up. When you're not afraid to mess up because you're not afraid of how you're going to treat yourself, you actually then perform so much better. Because so much of our fear in performing, or like when we go to competition, so much of their fear is I'm going to mess up and then I'm going to treat myself terribly. And so when that, when that fear is removed, it just, it lightens all of it so much more. Um, I try to help them draw a hard line where they're like, but I can't help it. I just say these things to myself. And I'm like, would you hit your friend? And they're like, no. I'm like, even when you're super angry at them. And they're like, no, no matter what. I'm like, even when you really want to hit them. And they're like, no. I'm like, exactly. You can control your behavior when you choose to. And when you draw a line in the sand and you're like, I don't talk to myself that way no matter what. I treat myself with love and dignity, respect, no matter what happens. Then you just catch yourself. And when you start going down those paths, you're like, no, I don't speak to myself that way. The same way. That when you would like, if you were going to say something really mean to somebody else, you'd catch yourself. You'd be like, no, I don't, I don't tell people. I don't say things like that to people, right? There's times when you want to. Isn't that what road rage is all about? Road rage is like all the things we want to say that because there's nobody else in the car, we totally let ourselves go there, but we would never say it in a setting where we were face to face with that person in the same way. We're like, we're, we road rage on ourselves because we think like, it's okay. Nobody can hear us, but we hear ourselves. And so we're like, no, we just like hard line. I don't treat myself that way, no matter what. And it comes down to this the, and Allie touched on it, but I want to just say a little bit more. We genuine, genuinely have been taught and we believe that the way to improve is to be hard on ourselves. Like we believe this in every area of life. The way to improve is to be hard on myself. If I'm easy on myself, if I tell myself it's okay to make a mistake, I'm not going to try hard. (laughs) If I tell myself that it's okay when I fall off the beam in competition, I'm not going to try to stay on. But we go back through the thought model that we taught you at the beginning. How you think creates a feeling. That feeling fuels your action. And when you think, I'm a terrible gymnast. When you think, I'm never going to get this. When you think, it's not okay that I mess up. When you think, I did terribly. Every emotion that comes out of that is a low energy, energy draining vibration that happens in your body. And then you try to take action from that emotion. You never do. Usually kids feel defeated. They feel ashamed. They feel frustrated. They what are other common emotions that they feel when they're being really hard on themselves? Um, I would say those are the common ones that I hear. Sometimes they get to like anger or, um, I like unworthy basically. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think about the actions that you take out of those emotions, they're never helpful. They never help you get better. 
Now you might shift to an emotion of determined. You might shift to an emotion of focused. You're like, I messed this up and by golly, I am not going to do it again. And you shift yourself and then you take action, but you are not taking action out of those emotions like defeat unworthy. So thinking those thoughts are not helpful for your gymnasts and coaches like I know you don't tell your 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 gymnast like you're unworthy you're a terrible gymnast but we also believe that being hard on them is helpful for them like we believe it for ourselves we believe it for them and I'm telling you when it creates the emotion when they have thoughts that create the emotion of those low vibe energy it is not going to help them actually do the skill when they feel relaxed when they feel at peace when they feel calm, then they're able to shift into an emotion like determined or focused or engaged or curious or optimistic, but they can't do that when they're stuck in this old one. And so the reason that we treat ourselves terribly is we believe it will actually help, but it doesn't. So the other thing that I like to tell myself when I can't like quite get myself to stop being hard on myself is I know that you think this is helpful, but it's not. I know that you think that this is helpful to make you do it, but it's not. So let's shift to something that's more helpful. And then that often can shift my energy as well. I love that. Anything else to add? Um, I would just say that they might argue with you that some of these emotions help them even. Like I do best when I am angry or fearful, like when you do those things, because technically short term, it will sometimes give you energy. Like short term, especially fear or anger, it will give you the energy boost that you need that will get you there, but it will not last. You're going to just continue to continue to have that problem until it doesn't work. And then it's just like so overwhelming. So don't let some of those false like yeah. Moment. I was just coaching a girl last night who she was like, I finally let go of my flyaway. And I was like, why? And she's like, I was so mad. My coach was like, if you're not going to do it, then we're just done. And I was mad at him and I was mad at myself and I just did it. And I was like, okay, how has that gone all week? And she's like, well, I did it for two days and then now I can't do it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, anger is a great emotion for a very short time mm-hmm. to motivate you, but it just isn't lasting. Mm-hmm. And so I totally agree with that. Um, if you go back and listen to the podcast, the third episode with uh, Leah, I think it was episode seven. She talks about this. We coach through this where she's like, but I feel like when I'm under pressure is when I do my best. And we, we talked through this um, where she realized that like it was actually positive thoughts when she was under pressure. So, so much of this too depends on is the pressure that you're putting, creating a feeling of anxious and nervous and frustrated, or is it creating a feeling of determined and focused? It's all about the feeling that the thought creates. And so I also want to put a little nuance on that, that sometimes a kid is thinking like, um, something that might sound a little harsh, but it actually is creating a positive feeling. And that's okay. It's about the feeling it creates inside of them and then what that fuels them to do. So teaching them to be their own best friend. I love Allie's activity. And then just the other way is helping them catch themselves mm-hmm. and, and, and you modeling it for them as well. So, yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Everyone says that gymnastics is 80% mental, 
but most gymnasts spend very little time training their brain. You've seen it a thousand times where a gymnast can do her skills physically, but her fear and doubt are holding her back. Or she does amazing routines in practice, but her nerves get the best of her in competition. We would love to help your gymnast have productive practices and confident competitions. We know they need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created short, effective lessons and coaching that fit between practice and the rest of life. We have courses and coaching programs for individual gymnasts and gymnastics teams that are based on proven behavioral science you can be confident in and results that speak for themselves. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your gymnast success, their mind. Check us out at gymnasticsmindsetacademy.com.